Hi there, and welcome to the show. It is the 25th of November, and I'm sorry to report, this is only the 24th episode of this podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I did miss yesterday's broadcast. What can I say? I set myself a task. I've messed it up. I haven't achieved it. And I am truly sorry. What can I say? I've let myself down, but I've also, more importantly, let you guys down as well. But I hope you didn't miss me too much yesterday. Uh, Basically, all that happened was I just got very busy with some other things, and I kind of left it too late, and I had to go out in the evening, and I just didn't get time, to be honest, to do it. So bad planning on my part. Uh, I haven't made the 30 and 30 uh, podcast record that I was hoping that I was going to achieve. However, on the plus side, I have done, well, this will be the 24th episode of these. So it's pretty good going. It's not perfect. But, you know, we make mistakes. We sometimes commit to something and we don't know quite what it's going to be like before we start doing it. And then when we do start doing it, we realize, you know, it's maybe more of an imposition It's than we thought. It's maybe not giving us kind of quite what we hoped it would in return. All manner of different sorts of things, really. But anyway, there you go. I'm back in the room today in central London, and we will be doing this for the rest of the week until the end of November. So do stay tuned. So anyway, off the back of that, what is today's topic? Well, I was thinking about today's topic, and I thought actually a tweet that I only just saw Um, not by me, by somebody else, called the CV writer. I don't know who this person is. I don't actually know if they're a man or a woman. The, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The picture is of a woman, but I don't know if it's a guy or a woman. Let's assume it's probably a woman. Um, And this person has 15,000 followers, so a lot of followers. Anyway, the person has said, why is marriage considered an achievement? And I thought that was an interesting topic. Uh, So I retweeted um, this lady or man. Um, And somebody came back who I think probably saw it on my timeline. Uh, Mark Wilson came back and said, it's an anarchic blessing. Congratulations. Same as getting pregnant. God blessed you giving you a child. Another an archaic accomplishment. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And I've been talking a lot. I've sort of taken the gloves off on Twitter a little bit in the last day or so. And it's been quite fun, actually, bringing some brutal honesty back into the Troy Francis arena after, um, I wouldn't say soft-soaping it, but uh, perhaps being a little less candid about some of my views. And I've been talking about a lot of different things, about male sexuality as well as female sexuality. And there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. There's this whole thought, um, reporter thought thing going on, or whatever it's called, thought audit, um, about cam girls who are under the lash of nerds for not paying their taxes, and they're being reported to the IRS. That's all going off, which I've sort of only really just catching up on now at the at the back end of the weekend but um i don't know really the gender the gender wars the gender conversation continues particularly on twitter which is obviously a very rowdy sort of a place um and i've been talking about a lot a lot about monogamy and marriage and the issues around those particular things and my fundamental belief is that they are ultimately unworkable or they're certainly unworkable in the long term because of the nature of human sexuality. And let's face it, if you read men's websites a lot and men's, in inverted commas, Twitter, then there is a, a, 
a tendency for people to be anti-female or certainly to criticise female behaviour a lot and, um, you know, female sexuality. And we see that with this thought thing that's going on at the moment. But, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't let any, any, anyone off the hook. I mean, I think there are certainly aspects of female sexuality and female behaviour that are... Well, I mean, they are what they are. I was going to say they're not ideal, but I mean, for the females, probably they are. They may not be ideal if you're a man. They're certainly not ideal if you're a man and you're not getting laid and you're frustrated about that point. It's very frustrating to see women acting in this way and everything else. But, you know, by the same token, I think it's incredibly hypocritical of men to be so scathing of female behaviour, particularly in regard to monogamy, because here's the thing, guys. Men basically want to fuck around, really. That's the truth of the matter. Now, I'm not saying that all men do. People can suppress it in the same way that women can suppress their own, uh, you know, sexual nature. That, you know, it, it's not that everyone's acting out on this stuff or that it's guaranteed that it's going to happen or anything. But the reality, the, the, the truth of the matter is the guys want to fuck around. So when a guy gets married, what he's basically doing is he is saying, uh, I'm going to put the lid on it. I'm going to I am going to commit to you and I'm going to make a conscious decision not to fuck other women basically. That doesn't mean he doesn't want to. Actually he does want to. And if he says he doesn't want to, he's lying because the real that's the reality of male sexuality. So it's a, it's a choice, it's a decision to say I'm only going to make I'm going to going to have sex with you for the rest of our lives. Um and that's it. Now, as we know, in many cases, that doesn't end up happening, and that's why. Well, that's one of the reasons why a lot of marriages end up um, breaking up, uh, sadly. But so, I, in my view, anyway, is that there are issues on both sides. Because yes, there is an issue. There are issues with female sexuality in terms of how they uh, select men. You know, are they selecting just the top twenty percent or whatever it is of guys? That being the case, there's this whole eighty percent of guys who are, you know, effectively not getting a look in. Are they hypergamous? Do they prefer to marry up? Are they always on the lookout for somebody who's better and you know has more money and or is better is more alpha in whatever way she chooses to determine it? Well, I I don't know. I mean, that is the that's the theory. I think it holds a lot of water. As I said, the truth of the matter is not everyone acts on these things. So not every woman, even if she does have that in, in some way within her, she's not necessarily going to act on it. But the problem going into a marriage, of course, is you, you, you know, you don't really know what somebody's going to do 10 years down the line or five years down the line or, you know, God forbid, 25 years down the line. It's, you've got no idea how things are going to play out. So people will say, well, you have to vet your partner before you uh, commit to them. I don't mean take them to the vets. I mean, you know, you have to assess them and do an audit, <laughs> do your own thought audit to see if she's a thought or not. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, makes sense. I mean, obviously, you're ill-advised to be shacking up with a lady who is, you know, maybe getting drunk every night and doing intravenous drugs or, you know, something like that. But um, beyond that, I would caution people who rely on this idea of vetting because I think it's sort of I just don't think it's really I think it's slightly naive to think that you can vet somebody say you say you go out with somebody for six months even a year even two years before you get married I mean two years you're still very much in the honeymoon period you're still both showing each other your very best sides and the other thing as well is so I'm not saying that 
then you get married and it turns out she's got some horrendous hidden side to her. I mean, you know, hopefully that wouldn't happen. But the truth is that life is life is very long, as Morrissey said, or the Smith in one of the Smith songs. Life is very long and you go decades with somebody, a lot of shit's going to happen. You know, good times, bad times. You might lose your job. You might lose your health. Um, there are going to be issues in your family and her family. People are going to die. I mean, there's all this kind of terrible stuff that's going to happen. And and also people get bored. You know, people get bored of one another. People get bored of having sex with the same person. So it's, I, I think you can meet somebody and you, you can say, okay, in the, sh- in the short term, I can, or to, short to medium term, I can see this person is probably a good bet for marriage or for commitment. But I think beyond that, when you're looking beyond five years or so, I think really all bets are off because you just don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how they are going to react uh, to whatever befalls you. So, um, you know, and this is why you get guys who are married and then the, the, the lady ends up going off with somebody else and he's he can't believe it. He's like, I never would have seen this happening. I can't believe that she did that. Well, she did do it, you know. And... Yeah, I mean, you know, to, to be fair to those guys, how would you have known that up front? I mean, you wouldn't. I'm sure those guys felt that they had vetted their wives and it went wrong, you know. Um, so be very careful of that kind of slightly purple pill thinking. On the other hand, though, and I think equally seriously, as most, as I said, most men are not actually honest when they go into these things. You know, men will complain about, oh, you know, this girl might be unfaithful to me. How do I know that she's a good girl? How do I know that she's not going to do the dirty on me down the line? Well, you don't. But if you were really honest, the truth is that you actually don't want to. <laughs> The truth is that really you want to fuck around yourself. You, you, you know, you are never going to just want to fuck the same woman for the entire rest of your life. It's just not, it's just not realistic. Now, that's not to say that you won't force yourself to do that that's not to say that you won't end up being faithful because you'll say well I'm just morally I'm just not going to do it I'm not going to step outside those boundaries and you know I think I think plenty of men do that I'm sure plenty of men do that but the truth of the matter is however much they might protest really when a nice hot attractive girl walks past in a short miniskirt in the summer he's looking at her he's imagining having sex with her and if there was a way that that could happen and nobody would ever find out, I think a lot of men would do it. I think we all know a lot of men would do it. Um, you know, and a lot of men do do it and they don't get found out or, you know, they. And the only way that you can do this and, and, and so what to do about all of this is, of course, the big question that everybody who thinks about this sort of stuff is trying to answer. And I mean, polygamy is one thing open relationships, all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't know the answer and I'm certainly not going to tell you it in this short podcast. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is kind of what I'm interested in at the moment, how people do solve this dilemma. But um, there are people that have open relationships. There are people who are polygamous and they are honest and open about it. And you've got to respect those people, really. I mean, they are, at least they're not lying about it. At least they are honest with themselves and with the person that they're with. An alternative to that is to be single and just to have many relationships and not to recommit really to anybody. And when you do that, people will say, uh, well, people will have different opinions on that. But again, at least you're being honest. At least you are not trying to 
pretend that you don't have these other desires. You're not trying to pretend as a man that you are something that you're not. So you've got to respect the, the player as well as the person who's honest within a marriage. Um, so yeah, so it goes back to this question about why is marriage considered an achievement? I mean, I don't bloody know. I'm probably not the right person even to be discussing this, to be honest, because for me, I've never been really been bothered about marriage. I've never seen it as something really to aspire to. I've never enjoyed weddings. I just, the whole thing is fairly incomprehensible to me. I mean, I can see how it could be nice. You know, you're with a girl that you really like and, um, or you love and, uh, your family's there and stuff. I mean, you know, I can see it being a nice day, the wedding day. Um, I think marriage, if it worked, I would be an advocate for it. And it, it makes me sad that it doesn't seem to work in a lot of cases. But unfortunately, that is the fact, you know, I mean, the facts are that about 50% of marriages in the West don't work out. When we go into Eastern Europe and Russia, it's the percentages are higher, you know, I think we're looking at 70 80% in some places. I mean, those are big numbers, you know, um, if, if this was the default, if this was the thing that we all really wanted to do, deep down in our, you know, animal psyches or animal, you know, um, biology, if you like, biochemistry or whatever, um, then why would it mess up so frequently? <laughs> you know, I mean, I think it, 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 the reason that we see these failures in marriages so, so consistently, um, and we see it all the time, don't we, among friends and people we know and celebrities and, you know, in the statistics that we see all the time. I think the reason that these marriages don't last in many cases um, is because we're trying to force a square peg into a round hole. You know, we are trying to force people into this arrangement of long-term monogamy, which doesn't really suit anybody. You know, as much as people, as much as we wish it did, I think it, it just doesn't really suit people. And that's a problem. You know, it's a problem for, for all of us or to some extent or another. And you have to decide for yourself, really, what you're going to do about that problem, how you are going to navigate the, um, the world in regard to monogamy, in regard to marriage. But you know, I think societally marriage is seen as an achievement for some reason. I don't really get it, to be honest, because let's face it, if you've ever watched the Jeremy Kyle show in in the UK, or if you've ever watched Jerry Springer or something like that in the US, the bar to getting married is not particularly high. <laughs> you don't have to be aesthetically beautiful. You don't have to be particularly intelligent. You don't have to be rich or any of that kind of stuff. Any, you know, it's not that hard to get to find somebody to marry you if you really want to. So... Yeah, you know, um, I don't know why it's seen as an achievement. I don't think it should be seen as an achievement. I think it, 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 if people choose in an informed way to do that, then that's their decision, and I think we can wish them well. I don't believe it's an achievement in the same way that I don't believe, I don't know, being healthy is, well, I suppose you could say being healthy is a bit of an achievement if you've worked to keep your health. But I think it's just, it's it's no more of an achievement than getting an overdraft at a bank or something i mean it's something that you've it's something that you've done it's an arrangement you've made um 
there's not much more to say about it than that. It's something you've chosen to do. And if that's what you want to do, then good on you. Good luck. But um, yeah, I don't think it should be seen as an achievement. I don't really understand that thinking. If you have any thoughts on this, please do let me know. Leave me a comment beneath or drop me uh, an email or, or hit me up on Twitter. But yeah, anyway, um, the whole monogamy question is fraught with issues. It really triggers a lot of people, triggers a lot of guys, surprisingly, to talk about this stuff as well as women. Um, but I don't think many people are being that honest about it, to be honest. I certainly don't think a lot of men are being that honest about it, you know, and, it, and particularly in the enthusiasm on the men's internet to criticize women. I think the elephant in the room really is that if you're a guy and you could snap your fingers and have a harem of four or five women who would fuck you on alternate nights and your wife consented to that and she was absolutely happy, I think most guys would do it. That's the reality. So most guys are going into monogamous relationships dishonestly. You know, they are pretending to themselves and to their partner that she's the only person that they want and it's not really true you know she might be the one person for now but she certainly isn't going to be forever when the sheen wears off a little bit so you know harsh realities but true what are we going to do about it i don't know i can't answer that in a 10 minute podcast but what i do know is that this is subject matter i will be returning to again so do listen in for tomorrow's episode and yeah follow me on twitter and follow my website realtryfrancis.com and we will be getting into the dirty undergrowth of all of this stuff in more detail so we will speak again soon we'll speak again tomorrow in fact bye-bye